2022 was a bad year for China. That's as economic activity slowed down on the back of pandemic-related restrictions. And this resulted in growth of 3% for the year, which was way below the government's 5.5% expectations. Joining me now with further insight on that economy is Director at Prescient Investment Management, Liang Du. Thank you so much for your time, Liang. Of course, uh, quite uh, significant numbers are coming out of China. Of course, the world's second largest economy, uh, producing three point uh, well three uh, percent economic growth for 2022, beating analyst expectations from Reuters of 2.8 percent growth. But really, still a far cry from the 5.5 percent target uh, that we did have earlier on last year. So. Of course, we did know that we wouldn't get to that 5.5% level with the COVID-19 restrictions. But was this 3% big enough for you to breathe a sigh of relief? Oh, great question. Um, I think from everything we've seen, certainly uh, has been at prescient. I think three, 2 to 3% was what we expected for the year, exactly like you said. Almost everything happened last year. COVID lockdowns, Ukraine war, property meltdown. Uh, and everything just piled on all at the same time with consumer sentiment also being extremely poor over the entire 2022. Um, so interestingly, like you said, um, 3% is one of the lowest numbers of the last two decades. Mm. But I think looking on the plus side, um, I was just joking with my colleagues today, it is the first time in the entire history of modern China um, that we had an economic number that's not close to expectation. So oh. at least we can see that the quality of numbers are getting a little bit better. Yeah. All right. Of course, exiting from COVID-19 means that you will have more infections and unfortunately more deaths. Um, but of course, it is a natural thing to do as the economy does need to open but i mean is there significant pressure that the exit wave now is is putting on the economy where maybe for example we could have d- quite disappointing results uh in the first quarter of 2023 oh, i think it's actually the other way around i think uh, i think living here on the ground in china i don't think people realize just how quickly this wave has gone through the entire china mm. um so throughout the second half of december for example the streets were empty everyone was sick every single person we know every single person at the office that didn't previously were infected were actually infected towards the second half of december and by early january we've seen a massive tick up in terms of economic activity roads are full again restaurants are full for the first time in over a year ever since the march lockdowns in shanghai um, so the pivot actually completely changed the sentiment, uh, given how quickly this wave has gone through. I think latest estimates in China, probably about 900 million to a billion people has already been infected. Mm. So, of course, with that, it comes with some death. Um, but actually, on the other side of it is that even our friends at hospital, for example, said that they've prepared for a huge wave. And by early January, it was all sitting empty. So it's already over. So um, you will see economic data bad at end of January, and that's because we have Chinese New Year's right now. That's coming next week, so everything's shut down for another week. Yeah. But by the end of Feb, I think we're pretty certain you'll see a massive rebound in the economy. So the earliest economics numbers you'll see, which is in about early March, mm-hmm. you should see a very strong uptick in the Chinese economy. Ah, all right. Well, I mean, there's really been a sense that... Um growth in China may have been put on the back burner uh, in order to prioritize other things, for example, uh, being free from COVID-19 and also uh, tech regulation, for example. So just 
have are we going to see a complete turnaround of that and actually is that the sense that you have gotten that growth has been um, prioritized less than regulation and the COVID-19 restrictions and can we expect a complete turnaround of that from here on out? Um, I think that there's quite two different issues there. So I think from the COVID-19, yeah. I think we've certainly seen a complete turnaround. Um, so COVID-0 is done, dead and buried. We're completely open. China's open, it's back for business. Um, in terms of tech regulations, I think, um, once again, even towards late last year, kind of government already said the work there is almost done. They'll continue to reinforce the regulation that's already come out. Um, but certainly the kind of the fast, chaotic rulemaking, I think, should slow down. Mm. And what we've seen is the normalization. It'll never go back to, to in the you know in the in the old days where companies are free to do whatever they like. Um, they'll have a lot of different restrictions. China continue to be very anti-monopoly. They don't want the entire market dominated by few gigantic players. They'd rather have a lot of medium-sized players taking part in the market. But overall, I think um, it's certainly a sense that um, so. Number one, for example, the property clampdown, which lasted over a year, and that had a massive contribution to uh, kind of weaker GDP. We can see that the government has finally made up its mind and said, look, we've got to bail this out. Um, so they're coming out with lots and lots of actions, providing cheap funding for the property sector. Mm. This combined with the complete reversal of the COVID trajectory, combined with the fact that last year, Chinese people saved 30% of their income. I mean, China's always been a big saver, usually around 15, 16%, and last year was 30%. So all of these things coming together, I think you should see a release, just like you've seen in the West when the COVID restrictions ended, of people going out and just being more positive, spending money, and that should bring a big boost to the Chinese economy. Yeah, all right. So uh, quite a lot of uh, developments expected there and quite a lot of stimulus expected, uh, especially coming from the property sector that has been in the doldrums for quite a while. So just for 2023 then, how much upside are you expecting in economic growth? Are the foundations strong enough for a 5.5% target again? I think so. I think um, I think you know five percent is probably towards the conservative side this year. We would guess. So if uh, if we were to predict, we'd say to be a little bit higher than that. Um, so we definitely think five point five percent is easily on the cards. Of course, it's highly dependent on the rest of the world. I mean, if the rest of the world do go into a recession as expected, um, that will impact China, and that will make that target harder to get. But assuming if the rest of the world do not fall apart. Um, then that should be a baseline for China easily, given that it's the first time in three years where we're free from COVID restrictions. Thank you very much, Liang, for giving us more detail on China's economic growth and prospects going forward. Liang Du from Prescient Investment Management.